Listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Heal the Sick podcast. Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N, welcoming you. Thanks for being here with us today. I am your ministry provocateur, iconoclast, firebrand, and the resident heretic here at Dominion Fire, as I've been told more than one time. I think I'm going to add false teacher to that list because I've been getting a lot of that lately, even though I don't really teach. I let everybody else talk. I don't know how that works, but I don't know. I guess if you don't agree with someone, they're automatically a false teacher, but whatever. Let's roll with that. <laughs> Joining me today, we're going international today here on the program. And uh, oh, by the way, again, thanks for being here. Um, joining me today is a gentleman by way of South Africa, sunny South Africa, but it's at nighttime there. So, you know, we'll, we'll work around that one. Joining me from Durban, South Africa. He is one of the trainers at an organization called Dominion Through Love and also the founder of Live Fire Ministries. Uh, evangelist, got some healing testimonies, got some great stories for us today. Mr. Zane Stoppel. Zane, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you, my brother? Hey, bro. Thanks for having me. I'm awesome. How are you doing? Yeah, it's great. Thank you. It's great to have you here. I'm well, and uh, I think the audience is all wound up and excited for you today. So let's get right into some testimonies. So um, I know you got some good ones and you got something real exciting to share. So what would you like to put out to the audience today? Dead raisings. So Ooh, many. Let's it do is, it. <laughs> it's fantastic. Well, we had, um, I remember the first one we had, I've had now six that's happened with my own hands and I've taught people and I have about six people that I've trained that now I've gotten their own dead raisings as well. So it's pretty fantastic. Um, the first one that happened was pretty kooky and out there. Uh, we had a, a girl, she came to a training thing that we were doing. She got, uh, she, she heard just enough to sort of understand the gist of how to have faith. So she, uh, her gran was sick. So we prayed for her gran and, you know, the devil just really wanted to take this lady out. I mean, she would one week be sick with something and then the next week be sick with something totally unrelated. didn't even make sense. It was kind of weird. Um, it went on for a bit and then she was fine for a really long time. This old lady that we were praying for and, then the one night before we went into a hospital to pray for people and do our usual thing, we get everybody healed and everything. Before we did that, we uh, she just sent us a, a text saying, um, my gran is sick again, please pray. Now, we've conquered this thing so many times, this sickness. So we went, okay, cool, we'll, we'll pray. And it was just a very you know, generic prayer, you know, be healed, uh, you are whole, and it is this way and over way right now completely. And uh, that's it. And that's it. That's what we did. We went in. We prayed. We had an awesome time. We saw some really cool stuff. People that you know had bones broken. The bones grew back. Um, you know, a guy that couldn't walk and his ribs was also shattered. And uh, we just we we prayed for him uh, twice, and he his ribs grew back on the spot. Skin grew back. It was you know his intestines and stuff were sticking out. So he literally couldn't walk, and it would have been painful to walk. The stuff grew back um in front of our eyes and then also we got him you know we got him up and he walked around and he could walk around um he was just happy that the pain left and then we said no but you know you can walk as well and he didn't believe us and you know then i had to you know help him get up and <laughs> help him get dressed which is kind of funny helping a another grown man get dressed in order to check if he could walk um and then he, he could walk and you know it was m one of many many cool testimonies now this girl who just before we went in and we had our awesome time of healing, she uh, she asked me, she, after our prayer session, 
about half an hour after that, she sent me a text and said, um, thanks for praying. They found a pulse. And wow. we, we went like, well, that's totally bonkers. I mean, like, uh, you and I told her, you didn't tell me this lady was dead. She's like, I didn't know it was someone, uh, communicated it wrong, but yeah, she was, she was dead. And, uh, about the same time you guys prayed, they found a pulse and she's awake now again and she's fine. Um, and uh, so the lady came back. Uh, she told everyone she, you know, she once she indicated and said she wanted to go back to be with Jesus. She was already old. Um, so she basically came back, told everybody, look, I'm, I'm excited to be back. I want to just greet everybody. I'm going to be here for about three days. I want to go back, be back with Jesus. And she did that. And uh, after she greeted everyone after those three days, uh, she said, okay, bye, and she laid back, and she released her spirit, and, uh, you know, even at the funeral, it wasn't even uh, a sad moment, everybody was happy, it gave a lot of people a lot of faith, and uh, she pretty much, yeah, she, uh, it was turned into a type of little mini crusade at her funeral, which is phenomenal, so that that would be the first dead rising, um, can I lay another one on you? Yeah, by all means, go for it. So, um, we had another one that was kind of cool, a guy that we, we trained, um, he was driving next to the road and saw a car that was uh, completely just smashed. Just uh, was a little, just a little uh, cube. Uh, looked like a little Lego piece. This car and it was a big kind of truck type vehicle and it was just completely just um, crushed. So this uh, this guy went past it and we, you know, we've been showing him how faith works and stuff. So he was he went past and he saw it and he felt convicted. And he went back. He, he stopped driving and, and turned around and went back. When he got there, there were people already on the scene, and they've been trying to get the people out of the car, Who and these people have been dead since those other people got there the first time, which was already an hour before this guy got there. So they were basically laying there, uh, crashed in the car, um, and they were dead for hours. And they, they so much so that they didn't want to pull them out of the car because uh, they were scared that they were going to break the bodies open. And uh, that's how much... That's how they were just mangled and meshed together, and it was just a, you know, just a, a mass of human flesh just in in the car. So eventually, the ambulance came there and they cut the people out of the car. And uh, this guy kept speaking life. He kept speaking life as soon as he got there. Um, he kept saying that uh, you are alive. You'll do your job. You'll function normal. Uh, you are right. There is no death here. So you get up and you do your job. You've got a lot of work to do. You have to get up and um, keep speaking life. And he followed them all the way to the hospital. In the hospital, they tried to revive this man. Okay. The, uh, the, and, and they just couldn't. Um, and they medically declared him dead. So this guy was still there in the room. And he told everybody, watch this. And he commanded the guy to come back. And he came back. And it pretty much freaked out everybody. And um, so this guy was medically declared dead. And uh, he's he's alive now and and fine and still alive and doing well, and uh, that was our second one, so that was kind of cool. And then um, another one, I have a friend, and uh, you know I don't believe in being, I, I I don't believe in just being friends of people that are you know like-minded and believe perfectly. You know I don't believe in putting the putting the relationship on the table ever when you're discussing doctrine. And uh, I have a friend that he is. He's getting there on his path with Jesus. And what happened was this friend of mine took a uh, illegal substance while he was exercising. And he wasn't used to taking that illegal substance, so his heart stopped. Now, he phoned me just before he died. And he said, 
I don't know what's going on. I need your help. You need to pray. You need to get me right. I am dying. I'm going to be dead now. I prayed. And in those situations, you don't. Uh, it's not about am I going to get it right or am I not or am I going to do well enough or, you know, this is my right as a son of God. I have to make it happen. In those situations, you literally just, the only thing, the only reality that exists really, and you realize it then is my job is to bring him back and I've got Jesus in me and this is how it's going to happen. And so as, so he, he dies and I pray and I command him to come back. He comes back. He tells me I'm back, but I don't feel right. So guess what? He died again. Now he died twice. I brought him back twice. Now, why? Because if I was him, I would want someone to do that for me. So, you know, it wasn't even a, it sounds super amazing and fantastic, and it is, but it's just, that, that doesn't even matter how fantastic it is. I've got my friend back, and that's what counts. So, yeah, it was, it's phenomenal. Now, he's, um, you know, his life has uh, taken an amazing turn, and he's on his way uh, with God on the right track. And, um, yeah, so that was one of our, our dead raisings. Uh, one of the other people we've trained had a, she, again, had a, there was a car accident. And uh, the, she got there. The people were also pretty much like the same, uh, almost like the, the previous one I mentioned of the car accident. They were, people were mangled up together. And so she went in there and uh, she just let us know, like she prayed, we prayed with, but she did it. You know, she, she just, you know, she allowed Jesus to work through her and she brought this person back, uh, th these people back. They were dead. They're, uh, as soon as everybody got there, these people were dead. They were they were not alive. They were dead. They've been dead for a while. Um, I don't want to be too graphic, but they, they were they were gone. Um, she prayed. She kept speaking life, and they came back. And everybody saw that and brought, you know, obviously, you know, people got to know Jesus through that because it's a miracle. But at the same time, you're just so happy that the people came back, which is which is phenomenal. Well, I want to ask you a question. We're a little over our time on this first segment, but I do want to get a question in because there's um – We've had similar experiences in our ministry here with that, and something has come up, which I'm sort of not sure where I stand on it, so I'll, I'll ask you this. Um, they say that, you know, as the Bible says, you know, if the, if the body is uh, absence from the body is presence with the Lord, meaning that if a Christian dies, he's immediately, you know, with Jesus, as they say. Um, so is it correct or is it proper to raise up a believer because once they quote unquote, die there in heaven with Jesus, whatever term people wish to use. Is that a correct thing to do? Look, I can tell you one thing and one thing that I've learned, and I think the main picture is this. We've, out of the people I've mentioned now, uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of those people were believers um, and a lot of them weren't. And if it was proper or not, I can tell you one thing. <laughs> we grow and we figure stuff out and we figure out what is proper and what isn't. At the time, I'd clearly thought it was proper, and they came back. Um, so I can I can tell you that I thought it was proper, and I tried. I can also tell you many times I thought it was proper and tried, and and it didn't work. Um, was it because they were, you know, believers? No, most of the guys I tried to pray and get back uh, weren't believers that were dead. And you know, we've had funky, cool stuff where the body gets sort of reanimated, where you know the person is still dead, but it's just your spirit, I guess, reanimating the body. So we've had very like dead bodies do very intricate movements while still dead and they didn't come back. So um, I do think there's a lot of, 
you know, as soon as something gets understood, it can become a science and you can understand it better. I do think we we don't understand the science fully yet, but I can, but I'm sort of iffy about putting out a hard and fast rule about, um, you know, try and raise, should I try and raise people who are saved or people who aren't saved? Um, I would just say get busy and then see what works. You know, get get the feedback from your own results and your own understanding as you grow into it. It's funny because I, I say this to people all the time that nothing in this kingdom makes any sense. <laughs> it's just like as soon as you think you figure something out, like 15 more questions, twice as complicated pop up. And it's like, you know what? Don't figure it out. Just go with the faith. Just go with it. <laughs> and Just worry about it that way because you're never going to figure out God. Just, just go with it. So Zane, those are amazing stories. Thank you so much for sharing with us. And, and I hope audience here, uh, I hope it gets your faith going a little bit. And I know it's a little bit of a controversial topic, but that's okay because we're, we're not afraid here on the show to breach these topics. And and uh, when we come back from our, from this break into our second, we're going to hear more about Zane, his background and experience, and find out more about him proper. So keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast. We'll be back right after this. Hey, guys, Million here. I want to say thank you for listening to this program and for supporting the work we do. I would like to invite you to visit our website at dominionfire.com. And while there, sign up for our VIP email newsletter. This is a free service, and as a member, you will receive early releases of the Heal the Sick podcast, updates on the content we create, members-only discounts in our audiobook store, and exclusive content not released elsewhere. Visit dominionfire.com for full details, and if you subscribe, you will receive our free report entitled A Christian's Guide to Divine Healing for Yourself, with tools, tips, and strategies to minister healing for your own conditions. All free by subscribing to our newsletter and by visiting www.dominionfire.com. All right, listeners, back on the Heal the Sick podcast. Was that an intense segment or what? Oh, yes, it is. Let me answer that for you. And uh, when you get a chance, please visit. Actually, let me stop you right there. Before you go visit the website, I want you to do something for me quickly. Would you please, if you are an iTunes or Apple user, would you please go to iTunes and please leave us a you know five-star review and you know, really talk us like kiss up a lot? Could you do that for us? Because the more that we do that, the higher we get up in the rankings and the more people hear about the Word of God and all this cool stuff that he's doing. And uh, I actually just received a testimony yesterday that someone got healed listening to a show that was three years old. And what exactly was called out on the show was exactly what they were going through at the moment they listened to it yesterday and got healed instantly on the spot. So people need to hear this. All right, I'm, I'm just being blunt with you. People need to hear this. So please go on iTunes and Stitcher if you're on there. Please leave a review for us. Five star it. Let's get this thing up to the top and get this out there because this this is PR for God's kingdom and people need to hear the truth instead of all this watered down filtered junk that they get from everywhere else because we leave this up to the mainstream media to uh, talk about God it's not going to go well okay we need to get this out please help us in that visit us at dominionfire.com as well which is our website and you can find the entire catalog of this show as well as some new things we're breaking out and I just think I just hit puberty with my voice cracking but um, make sure you visit the site and you'll see the podcast you'll see the YouTube channel which uh, I'm starting to develop that out make sure you do uh, hang out hang with me on there because that's a, a lot of fun with that. And some other audio things that are starting to make their way out. And uh, just stay on the website and you'll see all the cool stuff we're breaking out. And uh, come hang with us and please get the word out and let's build this thing big. Again, joining me today, Durban, South Africa, other side of the globe from us, Zane Stoppel from uh, Life Fire Ministries. And he's been talking to us about the dead raising testimonies. Now, that's not just something you wake up one day and say, you know, I think I'm going to go raise the dead. There's always build up and there's always a backstory to it. So, 
Zane, tell us about your background and experience and a little about you. Um, well, I enjoy long walk, walks on the beach and uh, <laughs> candlelit dinners. and Yeah, you're so <laughs> prophetic because I was just thinking that. Um, no, it's, uh, I was, I was, uh, it's a gift. Yeah, it's, it's, you are a gift. <laughs> yes. you're, Hope you kept the you're receipt. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, uh, I was, I was born, uh, and, uh, born, I had a, a eye problem. They wanted to, it was so bad that I actually was supposed to go to a school for the blind. So that's a nice way of me being politically correct and saying, um, yeah, I had a really messed up eye problem. Um, the doctors pretty much said it, it can't get better. Um, if you're lucky, it'll stay the same for a little bit, but it will get worse. Um, and at the moment, my eyes are defying medical science. It's uh, it's uh, much better than not seeing. <laughs> so that's a huge improvement. Um, it's uh, And I do believe it's healed. Uh, it's uh, The manifestation of it is still uh, taking its time, but it's when I say taking its time, it's not really, it's getting there pretty quickly, which is awesome. Um, when I was younger, I actually, I didn't know God. I was into, I was in gangs and, uh, you know, just a lot of hectically bad stuff. And, you know, I just, one day, uh, I read my Bible and I realized it made sense and I realized I needed to get saved. And I just, you know, spoke to Jesus and said, look, I know you're real and I, and I get it. And as soon as I just said that, I didn't say, you know, I receive you as my Lord and Savior or any of that. I just started speaking to him and I changed. I, I became something else. I became, I, I like saying it almost like fully human, like becoming exactly becoming exactly what I was made to be. And uh, so from there, I, you know, I started, you know, many Christian programs and things for young people and uh, it's, which uh, is still running today. And, you know, God is just, been phenomenal i mean he even you know with the live fire ministries that's you know i asked god for a name for the ministry and i was with my one friend we were at the at the beach and um you know he was giving me a lot of cool info like god really brought a message that i could preach and um he gave me so much information that i said okay cool god you know just uh give me give me a name then if you want to give me a name and he said i just very clearly heard take off your shirt and i took off my shirt and i had the shirt that said live fire on it and I went, that's a cool name for, you know, if you want to use that as a platform for ministry and stuff. So I went and showed everyone. Everyone went, oh, Life Fire. Everyone on their own. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't say, look, it says Life Fire. I said, look. And there, everyone's like, oh, Life Fire. That's actually a good name for, you, for a ministry, right? And uh, I went, put the shirt on a, on a chair, went to go surf, came back, and uh, the shirt didn't say Life Fire anymore. It just said Live Free. Um after everyone looked at the shirt, I didn't, I didn't placebo anyone and tell them, look, it says live fire. I just said, look at what the shirt said. Everyone on their own said live fire. And then it changed. So God literally did that so that I can see, like he, he just, he's just an awesome dad. You know, he'll just surprise you uh, because dad, dads like surprising their kids. And he just went, okay, cool. I'll give you a name. Here you go. And, you know, and he just uh, changed the letters of the shirt and, and everything. It was really cool. Um, so yeah, God just taught me faith through uh, many people, many backgrounds. I used to live in a uh, South African boys hostel, which is uh, very intense. Uh, you know, I used to do martial arts as well, and I had to uh, in that in that situation, I had to use it a lot a lot of times to defend myself because I didn't know what I know now. Um, and I don't do martial arts anymore. I don't endorse it at all. Um, but uh, yeah, I. I, I 
you know, I did that. You know, I went. I was a youth pastor, uh, working three churches, and uh, yeah, I just uh, we've now at this moment. Uh, I just gave myself to this, and I wanted to learn. I found myself always drawn to people who did healing. I've sat under many teachers who taught me healing, and you know, I always found myself drawn to them until I figured out that I could do it as well. And then I realized why I was drawn to them because I wanted to figure out how they do it because I want to do it as well because I know it's right. And I started doing it, and it just you know, it just started becoming phenomenal. I mean, the one time we went into a shanty town here and, um, you know, my healing just really increased because I was praying for a guy. And as I'm praying mid prayer, I stopped because I got my attention got pulled away to something else. And then when I came back to him, he was already healed. And then I realized, whoa, I can just cut my prayer time in half because it already did what it, you know, what it had to. I always encourage people, you know, Try it. Just cut yourself off. If you think it hasn't happened yet, cut yourself off and see because, you know, most of the time it already has. And um, so, you know, I just learned. I gave myself to it. I, you know, I went and basically stayed with a lot of people just to learn from them and get discipled by them and I really gave myself to it. And I, you know, uh, did the same thing with prophecy and had the exact same results and stuff. So, um, yeah, then, then we just, uh, I just I just went with it. I mean, we've got so many people in in Africa that need help. So we, you know, I, at this moment now we've seen thousands upon thousands of people healed, and just because we you know do regular outreach and uh, we we disciple people people properly. And uh, for the last few years, I've just been very into discipleship and putting out content to help the kingdom. Um, we're, we have a lot of wisdom in a lot of areas, and um, I've been surrounding myself with people that you know, I, I can learn from, which is awesome. And we've been work, working together as a team, which is phenomenal. And um, with the discipleship thing, that's what I've been doing for the last few few years. Um, it's I really feel it's one of those areas that if you haven't been taught it properly, you, you uh, if you haven't been taught discipleship, then you're not going to disciple. Just like with healing or prophecy, if you haven't been taught it to the point of you really understanding it, you won't do it. Like if you know, if you haven't been taught healing or prophecy, um, you may know those things are good things to do, but you won't find yourself doing them as a lifestyle because it hasn't clicked yet because you haven't been taught it till the point of understanding. And with discipleship, honestly, Satan knows it's what we need to fulfill the Great Commission. So what I found in the last few years is quite amazing. He really, Satan has really brought in more traditions just into discipleship. I would say more there's more traditions in discipleship than there is in healing and prophecy combined and it's uh if you haven't been taught it and you you're not doing it as a lifestyle i would suggest that you know i don't know talk to us or, or somebody because people that are actually doing it because you have to you know you have to know it you have to understand it in order to do it people don't know what they don't know and um so i've been doing that uh, i was in a band I've, I've done modeling i've been i've worked on tv shows and stuff as well and um, a, a, a lot of things. I've taught people uh, social dynamics. I have, uh, well, I've been a drama coach. I have done a lot of a lot of just jobs. And at the moment, I'm an entrepreneur, and I, my heart is to uh, not just see people get fed and clo- you know clothed and um, sheltered, but see them empower see them empowered that they can do it for themselves as well and empower others as well. And um, so that's. That's what we're passionate about. That's what I've been doing for uh, the last two years now. And uh, it's really been phenomenal. We are 
we're bringing our continent in line of God's word and we're showing them that Jesus is the real king here. And uh, that's, that's, that's who I am. And uh, that's, that's what I'm doing. All right, yeah, handsome freak. We're gonna take a break now because we're up against our, up against our clock for the second time, Mister uh, Modeling over there. He's a very handsome guy. You'll see his picture, so just wait. You know what I'm saying? All right, guys, we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back after this here on the Heal the Sick podcast. Keep it locked. Hey guys, Million here. Please visit www.dominionfire.com for the latest episodes of the Heal the Sick podcast, and also for our video vlog series entitled The D Fire Vlog. After visiting dominionfire.com, please visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash dominionfirechurch and hit the subscribe button and make sure to hit the thumbs up for any video you watch. This content is available for free and new videos are posted throughout the week. That's dominionfire.com first and then youtube.com forward slash dominionfirechurch. Thank you and we'll see you soon. All right, listeners, third segment, Heal the Sick Podcast. This has been one in 10 show thus far. This is so many great topics, so many wonderful things, and it's going to keep getting better because uh, Zane, our guest today, is bringing up a topic that I know is really big into my, uh, I'd say it's big in my heart, but it kind of sets me off a little bit. But I'm going to let him explain it to you, okay? In this portion of the program, we talk about uh, lessons or something that they want to share that's on their heart. And Zane would like to bring to you the topic of what real worship is. So Zane, what do you want to talk about today? Yeah, man. Like uh, the biggest thing I notice is so many Christians uh, with good hearts, they'll say stuff like, you know, I love God. I, I, I obey God. I worship God. And then I like to go and say, okay, whoa, cowboy, do you, do you even like him? Now, those three things, you know, obey and worship and love, or, you know, it's choices that you make. But like is something that's involuntary. It's something that, that just happens. It's a good reaction to something good. If I make a funny joke, I don't, um, and, and we stand in a circle and everyone laughs and there's some guy out there and he didn't hear the joke and he comes in and he has this fake laugh, right? I don't go and look at him and go, wow, you're so loyal and good for laughing at my joke, even though you didn't get it. I just go, he didn't get it. Because... That was supposed to be a natural reaction. Like when you watch a cool movie, you have a natural good reaction. You have a, uh, when you eat good food, you have a natural good reaction. Now, um, what, what does worship mean? Well, it means to lick the hand, which is uh, like a dog does with its owner when it's just enthralled by its owner that it literally doesn't, uh, it's just so enthralled that it catches itself licking the owner's hand. And you know what? The, that is what worship is. It's not, the, uh, it's an unforced thing. The dog isn't going, I am a rational being and I am making a choice to pay my owner with two licks for what they have done for me. This dog just catches himself doing it. And, you know, I have a little, I have a little dog at home and I love him so much. And um, we got him one of these cool, funky little robot dogs from Japan. It's such a creepy little thing. You press a button, it walks and then barks. And when it barks, the eyes glow. Um, and uh, my dog can't get enough of that thing. You, put, you don't even have to put it on. My dog freaks out. You know, he just barks at it and, and he, he just, he, he can't get enough of it. I have to eventually take it and put it on a table and he just lays there and falls asleep there eventually. Um, if I take it from the table, he's immediately up. He's just so excited about this thing. Now, he doesn't choose to do that. He just finds himself doing it because that thing is awesome and great and fantastic. He's just lost in it. He's completely enthralled by it. It's not a choice. And it's funny how my little dog is 
more real worship to his toy than most Christians do to God. And uh, because it's not forced, forced worship isn't worship. See God for how amazing and wonderful he is. He, you know, we, um, we, our job is to mimic Jesus. And we do that as a natural unforced byproduct by perceiving goodness as the God he is. Our father who is wonderful and fantastic. We, you know, if, if you looked at Jesus's life, and you understand that he's a really unique character in, in history and you can understand how, you know, why he's so just, you know, no one was like him and everyone is copying him today still. You know, people who are saved or not saved, doesn't really matter. All of them are, you know, everyone to an extent is copying him. It may just be a little bit twisted and perverted for their own advantage, but everyone is still copying him. If you could see that and see how great this one man is, who was basically like a modern man between a bunch of primitive people. He was the missing link. Um, if you could see that you would naturally without trying find yourself um worshiping him and going wow or huh and uh that would be good and real worship you know you're not going to go to heaven one day and it's going to be like this okay guys we're going to worship for 50 minutes and then you have a 10 minute water break and then again 50 minutes of just saying hallelujah 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 forcing it out um you know that sounds like hell to me uh, I, I don't believe it's that, it's that way. It's going to be the same way it was with people who knew Jesus. And remember, he hung out with basically basic uh, primitive atheists. He, he, so uh, those people didn't believe in God. Yet everyone who hung out with him uh, couldn't get enough of him. They were just they just couldn't stop watching this guy and see what he was doing. And guess what? When you go to heaven, it's going to be the same thing. You're going to do life with him there in eternal life, and you're going to. Uh, you're going to just catch yourself being amazed and enthralled by him. And that's heaven. And that's awesome. So um, true worship isn't forced. It's not something you force. A god a god or an idol is something can't be a god or an idol to you unless it's something rad that you think is really rad. And it's just your luck, you know, that God turns out to be the most radically rad thing ever that he ends up being your muse and your amusement. He is super awesomeness he is all awesomeness and uh if you would know that you would realize that you're already having good reactions to awesomeness uh regardless in whatever form regardless in whatever way um and that he is fantastic and don't try and worship now because you realize man i'm not having natural unforced worship stop trying look at jesus's life see how unique he is and you will find yourself going wow or huh or whoa, and that would be true worship. Wow, that's great stuff, man. You know, I I often find myself in cases like that where you know I'll be so tied up in my day, I'll be because I work a lot, I have like six, seven projects going on at once, and people say, well, you're not putting time aside for worship, and you know, there isn't a set time limit on worship. It's just it, you know, one sentence spoken in the spirit can be multiple, you know, multitudinous, however you want to call it. And uh, I find myself where in my night is over and I'm kind of like laying down to decompress a little bit and I'll just get like just this feeling come over me and I'm like, oh, God, thank you so much. I love you for everything. And thank you. And thanks for a great day. And, you know, just that little section is worship, whether people realize it or not. And, you know, because I'm engaging it, honestly, like, you know, I don't want anything in return. I'm not, you know, doing quid pro quo here. I'm just saying, you know, God, thanks for everything. I love you. Great. The great day. We did well. Onward to the next day, you know, so. And I think a lot of people do uh, do miss out on it. I think we get so caught up in the fact that it's just, you know, four or five songs in church on Sunday, a couple slow ones, a couple fast ones, and that's how we worship with our hands up in the air. And it's not always the case. So many more levels to it. And uh, thank you for sharing that with us. Now, 
If people would like to contact you, if they would like to know more about what you do, maybe you want to get in on some of this dead raising, perhaps, or the discipleship, as you talked about, in your area, anywhere around the world, how can people find you? How can they track you down? What can you share with us? Well, at the moment, I'm working with uh, Dominion Free Love. You can go to the Dominion Free Love website. Uh, it's dtlm.org.za. And, uh, or you can go to, if that, for some reason, doesn't work. <laughs> I'm saying for some reason, it's probably because... I, I may just be giving the wrong email address, uh, the wrong <laughs> address for the website. Um, it, it's dtlm.org.za or dtlm.com. Uh, uh, it's either one of those two. I'm, I'm not sure at the moment. Also, I'm doing a, uh, you know, I've got a, a Facebook page called By Fire Ministries, which it's not hard to find at all. Um, I'm with Dominion Free Love, so obviously you can find us, find me there. Uh, we do, you know, trainings like Power Evangelism in Action, which also has its own Facebook page, and I'm on that one as well. And uh, you can literally, you, it's not its not difficult to find me. If you want to email me and ask me some questions and uh, need any help of anything, I'd love to be helpful. It's zanestapel at gmail.com. That's Z-A-N-E-S-T-A-P-E-L at gmail.com. Um, and you can email me. That's my personal email address. And then we can chat that way, or we, you can... Uh, inbox me on Facebook and we can chat that way. And uh, yeah, that, that, that's probably the best way to get in touch with me. Excellent. And listeners, by any chance you can't track him down or you're not finding it or anything, uh, feel free to email us. You can go to dominionfire.com. We have a contact form. If you just drop on there, uh, fill out the form and just let me know that you can't find him or you're not having any luck and I will make sure that you get put in contact. Just make sure you provide your email address and we will make it happen here. Now, speaking of making it happen, One of our favorite times of every episode is our prayer time. Now, Zane, I would like for you to pray for our audience. Now, if you by any chance have uh, any sort of promptings or prophetic words for anybody, or you pick up on any certain illness or disease, I would like for you to call it out and let's destroy this thing once and for all. So at this time, would you please pray for our audience and take us all the way to an amen? Right now, I say, Father, thank you for who you are. Thank you that you're wonderful and amazing. Thank you that you are awesomeness personified. Thank you that you are, you're just, you're just phenomenal. There is no words to describe you. And I think that's really good worship to you is the fact that we are left really speechless. We're not um, trying to be speechless. It's just, we, we don't know what to say. You're just, you're just awesome. Uh, not just in a metaphysical sense, but just in a, a very real sense. You are phenomenal. You are, you are the best. And we, Thank you for who you are, and uh, we thank you that we can we can know you, Father. And in Jesus' name, we just thank you for your heart to us. Thank you that you love us and that you sent your Son for us. And thank you right now that I can say that all the back I see a back injury, and I speak to that back injury, and I say, back, you come in line, you listen now, you know you need to listen, and you come in line now, and you be healed now right now you do your job you function right you service man you serve him now right now in jesus name you do your job and you function right now right now also i speak to uh, all the sore uh, sore joints and i say all sore joints here um uh, in your elbows uh your arms i'm i'm telling you right now arms you are healed and you are whole you function right you function normal there is no problems here, and you will not have any problems in this body. 
body, you will serve this woman and you will not have any problems right now in Jesus' name. Also, I talk to any, uh, I see your um, intestinal problems. Say so you be healed and be whole. Right now, you line up, you be right, right now. It's this way and over way. You function right and it's this way and over way. This is going to be an awesome testimony for God. So you do your job. You are normal and you are whole and healed. And it, you are that way now. I talk to every single person here that isn't sure uh, about God's love for them. And I'm just telling you right now, what Satan is trying to do with you is he's trying to tell you that God isn't 100% for you. Because if you believe God isn't 100% for you, you will not be 100% for God. And I see that you're, you're, uh, you're not, you, can't, you feel like you can't trust God because if God really loves me, why did he allow X, Y, and Z to happen? And I just want to say that, well, he allows what we allow. He made this planet that we can rule here as his representative. That's not, he didn't make it happen or allow it. It's our place to rule in his name. So right now, I want to say that do not turn away from your father, just as you would with a natural father if you thought he wasn't against you or he wasn't for you. Uh, don't turn away from him as if he was against you. Uh, he isn't against you. He loves you. Uh, understand his love for you. Allow him to love you. Have time where you just let him tell you, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. And even if it takes hours, you're not going too far with us. Allow him to love you because if you try and exaggerate his love for you, then you'll be on the right track. And uh, you'll, you'll have, you cannot have, have external peace if you don't have internal peace. And this is how you'll get it. Also, how you'll get it is I want you to realize now that you're not just loved, but you are love. And you are like God. So you are patient and you are kind and you are complete. You are like Jesus because of Jesus for Jesus. If you do not act like Jesus, you are just not being yourself. If you have a temptation to do something uh, that's not God-like, the only reason you have that temptation is because, well, Satan and also because you want to, he wants you to believe that you are the thing that you're tempted with. And, fact you're just tempted with pleasure and you believe that thing will give you pleasure but you can just experience pleasure the whole time without that because you're one with God and uh, you've a, you have a legal right to that and also when you get tempted don't try and fight off the sin you're gonna magnify it because you're gonna focus on it on trying to fight off the sin and if you try and focus on fighting off the sin and fighting off the sin you will end up sinning because that's what you're thinking about the whole time when you get tempted Rather, rest in your identity. There's no fight. Uh, remind yourself of who you really are. And just rest in it. You don't have to try and do anything. Just thank God that you are holy. You are like Jesus and you are complete. There's no need to fight. I want to encourage you now to, to do that. I want to encourage you right now to realize that when you're not acting like Jesus, you're just not being yourself and you're acting like something you think you are that you actually aren't. So right now, I want to encourage you and tell you that you need to believe you're fully like Jesus. There's no bad, evil in you, no uh, dark part of you. Um, you will, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So if you believe you are that, 
then your life will manifest that because everything, your words and your deeds and your thoughts and your focus and your drive and everything about you is directly proportional to what you think you are and your action does, your identity does frame your action. So believe you are fully like Jesus and act, then you'll act fully like Jesus. If you believe and keep believing this wrong belief that you have to shadow box with some old sinful self, uh, you will then continuously be in that cycle. If you still believe that you're half, if you believe you're half like Jesus and half like you, then you will continuously act, you will, your life will manifest half good, half bad. If you believe you're mostly like Jesus and a little bit bad, then your life will be mostly like Jesus and a little bit bad. But I want to encourage you right now, there's a better way. Just fully believe you are like Jesus completely and uh, believe that now because you are, because he made you that way. And you will see it manifest in more obvious ways just because you're doing that right now. So right now I set you free from trying to be awesome. And I'm telling you right now, you are awesome. And right now I'm telling you that Jesus paid that you could be awesome and you are awesome. You are like Jesus. You're not like anything else. Don't ever start thinking you're like anything else. You are not, you are, you are, you are completely one of Jesus. There is no split. If you want to look, see where God is and you want to see God, go look in the mirror because you are one with him. And right now it's not you who live, but it's Christ who lives through you and in you. So right now, believe that and be free. Right now, if there's anything that comes in your way, right now, I say any pains, pains in your knees and your joints, right now, I see it, I say stop now. If you want to be healed right now, and you believe God can heal you right now, then receive it now. Right now. Right now. Cancer, if you believe your cancer can be healed, then receive your healing now. Receive it right now. If you believe any mental problems, if you believe your mental problems can be healed, because it is, then you receive your healing now. Right now. Right now in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you that everyone is healed. We thank you that everyone sees your goodness. And we thank you that you are goodness and you are wonderful. And we love you and you are just an absolute delight and we thank you for it. And Father, we thank you for Million and thank you for what he's doing with the podcast. We just bless him right now and we say, do well and uh, be well and prosper and keep prospering and keep changing people's lives. And right now, I just thank you, Father, for everything. Thank you that it is this way and other way. And we just, yeah, thank you that you bless us. You are awesome. Amen. Amen, listeners. So there you have it on this edition of the Heal the Sick podcast. Make sure you check out our website, dominionfire.com, for the entire catalog of this program, the YouTube vlog, which is called the DeFire vlog, where we have all kind of uh, various topics that I touch upon in video form. And we also have some new audio coming out in the form of something called Dominion Fire 360, which is going to be through the uh, soundcloud.com, if you're familiar with them. So I got some new things working out there. So definitely check the website and keep an eye on that. And I'm just going to ask you again for a quick 30 seconds of your time to jump over to iTunes and please leave a positive review for us. Five stars because, you know, we're that good. And um, please do that for us and help us get to the top of the charts in the uh, Christian genre because 
This is the stuff that people need to hear about, no doubt whatsoever. So thank you for joining me here on the program. We'll see you next time. And as we always say here at our ministry, boom, goes Yeshua. We'll see you next time. Thank you.